Lucky Land Casino asking people what's the weirdest place you've gotten lucky? Lucky? In line at the deli, I guess? Aha, in my dentist's office. More than once, actually. Do I have to say? Yes, you do. In the car before my kids' PTA meeting. Really? Yes. Excuse me, what's the weirdest place you've gotten lucky? I never win and tell. Well, there you have it. You can get lucky anywhere, playing at LuckyLandSlots.com. Play for free right now. Are you feeling lucky? No purchase necessary. Voidware prohibited by law. 18 plus. Terms and conditions apply. See website for details. The Ingenuity Show has the weirdest style. The Ingenuity Show hopes you stay a while. Come with these three nerdy engineers. What you will find might linger in the cochlea of your ears. Oh, with every nerdcast, there is something new. If you are listening, then this show's for you. You may think the premise of this show sounds so absurd. Well, you're the one listening. Who's the nerd? You know me so you can't just say bizarre. You never get a moment for free. Show me something fun on your guitar. Something with an A. Hello and welcome to the Ingenuity Show. I'm Mr. Pold. I'm St. Jimmy. I'm D. Vitty. I'm back. Yay. Welcome back to a back normal work. episode. I'm back in the saddle. Back in the highlight. Our fake sponsor this week. Our fake sponsor is Root Beer Goats. Get your favorite frothy drinks straight from your nanny. <laughs> What part of the nanny? Uh, the the part? milk part. <laughs> That's a callback to last week. Beer. Yeah, uh, they must be genetically engineered. Uh, so I'm still on vacation, so I'm Skyping from my in-law's house on my that's, phone. That's why his audio sounds like that. I'm live and direct from the podcast out? studio. By myself. Oh man, I can. I considered coming to your house. I'm not sure how Skype would work with two people on one mic, though. Yeah, I wasn't sure either, so I decided to stay home. (laughs) (laughs) We made it back from our overlanding trip. Yes, I listened to the show. Good. Was it good? Sound like lots of car repairs. Yep, we Some finished Master's Ed's repair at our mom's house. We found, he took his gearbox, steering gearbox off and was dumping out the oil from it and one of the gear teeth came out. Oh, it was fine. broken off. And so he bought a whole new one. It was kind of a funny story. He ordered it at a parts store. And then we went in the next day to get it. And the guy grabs the box, throws it up on the counter, and pulls it out. And it's it, identical, except the output shaft was much, much smaller and would not work on Master's Ed's truck. Oh, wow. So we're like, oh, shoot. 
he's not going to be able to go home today because this is the wrong part and it takes a while to order. So the guy's trying to look and find the right one and he calls somebody else over and the guy comes over and looks at stuff and goes, oh, that's somebody else's that they ordered. His is that in that box. Oh. <laughs> so he takes up a different box and it was the right one. So two people ordered nearly identical steering boxes the same oh, wow. day at the same store in the same small town. Crazy. So, small town where pipe so trucks are popular. <laughs> that story about the yeah. gear tooth reminds me of when I pulled the, uh, when the transmission was going out on my van and I pulled the oil pan out and I had a bunch of gear urchins in there. Ooh. Yeah. <laughs> All the slivers of the gears were attached to the Changes. magnets sticking out like urchins. Yeah. That's funny. <laughs> nice. Well, funny. It was time, funny. Probably. Yeah, it was funny at the time, too. Okay. <laughs> we drove well, that we van till it was box. dead. What's that? gearbox installed, and he was able to make it home. Awesome. But yeah, wasn't, now able, gonna... wasn't able to make oh. it to the podcast, oh. though. Oh. <laughs> no, we didn't give him enough warning, so... Oops. He uh, apparently is going to change out his steering pump next and add a cooler for the fluid so it stays cooler, which will increase the the strength of the gears. It'll make his truck cooler. Yeah, it'll look way cooler. (laughs) Yeah, so we were all on vacation. Well, you're still on vacation. I'm still on vacation till this weekend. By the so, time the listeners hear this, I'll be home. So, who should start talking about their vacation? Well, I guess we already talked uh, about ours last week, so that's true. <laughs> so, I went to Utah to visit Whoa. family, mm-hmm. and we ended up in St. George, Utah. Which oh, is, that's really far down. Yeah, that's the southwest corner of the state. We actually didn't get all the way into St. George. We stayed at Hurricane or Hurricane, Utah, hmm. which is outside of St. George. It. I think I had heard of it before, but I don't think I'd ever been there is before. It, is it close to Blanding? Uh, that doesn't sound familiar. Because has family there, and it's southern Utah as well. Okay. It's a place where they had a street light put in, and no one liked it, so they took it back out. <laughs> well, um, you need the newfangled street lamps. My brother-in-law's birthday was near that time, so he rent, he got an Airbnb house down there, and so oh, cool. uh, me and my wife and all of well, all but one of her brothers. And uh, their families were there, so that was pretty fun. It was very warm. At one point, the car temperature said 109 degrees. Wow. Whoa. So hot. We were really only there. Yeah. We were really only there like two days. And so the first full day that we were there, we went to this uh, reservoir that was nearby had this super orange sand like the orangest sand i've ever seen wow 
odd. Yeah, and the water was really clear, but it looked muddied because of how orange the bottom was. <laughs> oh. So we played in that for a while, and uh, then that evening we went to the pool that was nearby this Airbnb and played in the pool for a while. Cool. And then the next day we went hiking the at Science. Orange. Oh. No, the pool wasn't orange. There was like a lazy river that actually wasn't running. So we had to make our own current. That's really lazy. Yeah. <laughs> um, yeah, but the next day we went hiking in Zions National Park. Oh, and, cool. Um, the trails that we really wanted to go on were closed down because they only allowed so many people on the trails. So we went to this other trail, which had basically no shade. And it was a 104 to that day. Oh, my Whoa. goodness. And we had little kids with us, and they were, you know, we were losing kids no left and right. <laughs> they were giving up very soon after we started, and it wasn't a very long hike. But we did eventually make it to this waterfall that had some coverage. Ooh. And uh, a couple of my brother-in-laws ran back to the cars and then took them around close to where we were at so that we only had to hike like another 200 yards and so, get picked uh... up. So we didn't have to hike. It was probably like a mile uh, back the way we'd come. So <laughs> so that was fun, but it was hot. Sounds hot. Yeah, and then uh, apparently near my brother-in-law's house that we were staying at up in Spanish Fork, Utah, they put in this sports park that had like a dozen pickleball courts Whoa. there which was super cool. Um, we tried going the evening once because it's, the temperature's not as warm, but it was completely packed with people waiting in lines to use the courts. <laughs> oh, that's so fun. Yeah, but we played pickleball probably every day that we were there. Hmm. So that was fun. And then we went to mom and dad's house cool. and hung out with our sister who was on the show a couple weeks ago. Yep. Um, we we managed to find pickleball there in our hometown. Yeah. So first, I searched on the internet, and it said there. It made it sound like there were pickleball courts in the town really close by, and so we drove over there to check it out, and there was nothing of the sort there. <laughs> <laughs> and so as we were driving around, we were like, "Well, let's look at this one park." you know, in the middle of town, and we saw some tennis courts, so we drove over there, and it looked like there were pickleball lines, and we're like, oh, too bad we don't have a net, you know, so we went, try to buy a net at Big Five, and they didn't have any, and so I was thinking, well, I wonder if, because it was right next to the recreation center for the town, like, mm -hmm. maybe, maybe they'll rent, maybe they rent out nets, you know, so we went over and asked, and they said, oh, yeah, we'll let you borrow them, you know, we can borrow them for as long as you want. And <laughs> All we wrote down was our name, like no contact information, nothing. It was a small wow. town. They just expected, oh, they'll bring them back. <laughs> so we played pickleball there too. And then uh, yep. on Thursday before the 4th, we went to Boise and floated the Boise River like we did last year. 
So this time I had my son and his girlfriend and then Rachel and two of her kids with us. So that was pretty fun. Um, That's the day we were swimming in Hawaii Reservoir. Ooh, that's fun. Yeah, it was kind of cool this time because there was a shuttle running. So we just had to park at the bottom part of the river or, you know, downstream. Then a shuttle took us to the park that was north of the where everyone got in. So that made it really convenient. Although we had to blow up our own tubes because the air station was shut down due to the virus concerns. So mm-hmm. they didn't want everyone touching the same things, I guess. I don't yeah. know. <laughs> but it was really fun. I got a lot of sun. I'm very dark now. Oh, wow. I got quite a bit of sun on our off-roading trip, too. But I think I'll be okay. That was as much <laughs> as Master Zed got. He was sunburned. Yeah, he didn't put much sunscreen on, though. I saw him putting it on pretty regularly, but I think he kind of showed up fairly sunburnt. So it was kind of just maintenance. Yeah, my wife brought SPF 50, so. Oh. I did get a weird stripe on my right arm because I accounted for my left arm having the window possibly down. I did not account for the sunroof being open. Oh. (laughs) got me. Yeah, I I thought it was funny on our drive down there. We had our sunroof open and my window closed. And I was getting, you know, a little bit of sun on my right arm. (laughs) When I'm driving, which is like usually it's the other arm. Yep. Well, I spent part of the day today with mom. Cool. We saw grandma and grandpa and our aunt Verna. That's cool. They all seem to be doing well. Yeah, grandma stopped by while I was down there. Um, Mom and Dad asked her, "Why aren't you worried about catching the virus?" She's like, "Uh, <laughs> not really." <laughs> it's like, "Okay." <laughs> yeah. Um. Let's see. It's been fairly warm here. It's been in the nineties. Uh, I think we got up to seventy today. Oh, I was gonna ask how the weather was up there. My lawn going to be just overgrown. Oh man, when I got back, so because I was gone two full weeks, when yeah. I got back, there was all kinds of weeds in my lawn and in my flower bed, like really tall too. Oh, so yeah, I'm going to be just over two weeks. So if you want to mow my lawn <laughs> before I get there, feel free. <laughs> well, the thing is, it really doesn't need mowed. I'll probably mow it this weekend, but it's just some of the weeds have just like shot up like two oh, feet yeah. tall some of them so this week i've been taking breaks from work every now and then to go out and just pull them out by their roots oh nice so i got yesterday i got all of the you know tall flowering weeds out of my lawn and then today i woke up in the morning and oh, there's about a dozen more out there <laughs> <laughs> so my philosophy is to dig out the ones that are you know visible first (laughs) yeah so 
Yeah, because that's the ones that spread and make more. Yep. All right, well, I guess that's all there is about our vacations, huh? Yeah, I guess, I guess. so. Real exciting. I mean, there's a well, lot of just hanging out with the family, so. Yeah, that's all we've been doing, and we covered most of our stuff last week. Yeah, that you did only, on your trip. The only part of our trip we didn't cover was the last day where we just drove on fairly decent roads to get back out to pavement. I got and, to like 60 on one of them. And uh, Master Zed just stopping every 15, 20 minutes to top up his fluid because it was still leaking. Oh. <laughs> Power steering fluid. The, the RTV fix we did didn't do anything. So he found the O-ring in the gearbox was either, I don't know, it was damaged. It, it was mm. obvious damage to it. I don't know if it was thermal or mechanical damage but well if that tooth broke off maybe it jumped up there and got it well it's... there's no real way just... for that to happen that um, ring between two closely sized cylinders so, so probably heat damage I would think that's what I thought at first but it, it's hard to tell Unless you're an expert in such things. Did you go for? Uh, I saw a badger today. <laughs> behind mom's house. Did you They've badger got a pile it? Of scrap stuff back there that's awaiting oh, disposition. Yeah. And uh, I saw something like climb into this little spot that was shaded. And I was like, something, there's an animal in there. And so we, we were driving out that way. And so we pulled up, and pretty soon I could see its face looking at us. I was like, it's a badger. And we got <laughs> closer and closer, and it was like digging and stuff and burrowing. And then when we got real close, it kind of pushed its way back in there. But you tell Dad, he'll probably want to take care we of it. Told, we damage. told Mom. Yeah. He probably didn't want you badgering him. Well, that's the second badger we've seen this trip. Oh, after wow. Never having seen one in the wild before, ever. Well, I didn't I know, know the there Gulf were badgers in the wild, but I didn't know there were badgers in that part of the in our part I of the country. I didn't either. I knew there were wolverines, but yeah, I didn't like, even know there were those in, around around here. Yeah. Huh. Crazy, huh? Yeah. The first one I thought just was like ran out in the road in front of us while we were going around the bottom of the airport. Mm -hmm. And it stopped and looked at us and then just kept running across the street towards the airport. Interesting. That was the day we were leaving to go off-roading. I was like, oh, Badger, that's got to be good luck, right? <laughs> Apparently it's bad luck. Oh, oh. Badger luck. Well, still had Ma fun. Yeah, Master Zed calls his truck the Honey Badger. Oh, okay. <laughs> well, that's why I thought it would be good luck, but his truck had the most problems. I think our class truck is definitely now Black Beauty before, because it took forever for it to get dirty compared to your guys' trucks. Yeah, because you're... Because the tires aren't outside the tires well. The tires stick well. out far. Mine are <laughs> fine if I have my mud flaps on, but I took them off because I didn't want them to be ripped off. 
but decided that when we replace our tires and rims, we're going to go with that website where I got my uh, mounting plate for our and my winch. Oh, because they've got unlike the tire rack one, they actually have the ability to add more rubber so you can get like an 18 inch rim with 33 inch tire. Oh, so they'll go with non non OEM site. Yeah, 33 inch tire is what it says is the maximum we can do on our truck without modifying, like getting a lift. Oh, which would actually give you a small lift. Um, right, the the radius it, of the tire. It actually shows our particular truck with the tires and rims on there, and they had maybe not as many options, but I kind of like the options better. Like there's a a Raptor one I was looking at. It's a Raptor oh. second gen. And you I'll might be able to get you might be able to get bigger diameter ones on there if you like use a mallet and just like you know <laughs> get a interference fit in the wheel well i don't think you'd be able to drive it but no it says <laughs> it actually tells you what the mile per hour difference is with the that bigger bigger tire is that oh. better or worse it's uh like at 60 it looked like you're going 58 i think oh okay yeah but they also Our... sell stuff to adjust that so you can actually get it back where it needs to be yeah our programmer you can tell it what your tire diameter is and it displays your actual miles per hour. That's so cool. that some of those we can actually get the TPMS or sensors included in the tires. And this place also had the programmer, so you can it's like a little remote thing they can use to program your tire pressure sensors. Oh, that's cool. Yeah, I've been looking around for a winch mounting plate to mount mine behind my bumper, and as I've found with many other things, my year, nobody sells aftermarket winch mounting plates. I've had a hard time finding stuff in 07. It's like you look on forums even, and they're like, oh, yeah, they, they nobody stocks them for that year anymore. It's like, great. So I've got to take some measurements and see if one of the universal options will fit. Because you can get a universal one that just has a bunch of mounting holes and figure it out yourself. So that's probably what I'll be doing. Because the winch on the uh, hitch receiver up front was uh, not a good idea, apparently. (laughs) After using it as a plow through the dirt multiple times and totally caking it in dirt. It was too low. Too low. On my truck.
Shall we go on to Nerdiculture? I think it's about that time. All right. So I have a game that we're going to play. Okay. I like games. And I call it the list quiz. Oh, boy. So, so I've got seven categories of types of lists. And the way it works is I will give each of you a turn to um, bid on how many items in the list you can name. Oh, okay. Whoa. And, and the person that whose turn isn't that turn, if they think they can name more, then they can bid higher and steal it. Huh. But if, yeah. if they can't name as many as they bid, then they lose the points. Okay. <laughs> so the categories do you want to hear what they are sure books movies geography bible science history Wait, the bible and book and teams well it's not the books in the bible it's something else in the bible oh okay so dvd do you want to pick a category sure i'll pick bible all right, so here is the list. The children of Jacob in the Bible, he had his name changed to Israel. Right. How many of his children, direct children, can you name? Two. Two? Okay. St. Jimmy, do you think three. you can name? You want to say three? Sure. Okay. Go ahead. Uh, Benjamin. Yep. Uh, Jacob. <laughs> Jacob. Jacob is the guy's name. He didn't nope. have a junior. He didn't oh, have Jacob Jr. Dang it. <laughs> so... Sorry. Can uh, Dividi, do you want to, can you name two besides Gen Benjamin? Reuben. Is that one? Did you say Reuben? Yes. Okay, Reuben. Um, Jehoshaphat. Jehoshaphat. <laughs> Benjamin was my other second one, I knew. Oh, man. Okay, nope. I guess you nobody gets points for that one. I can't remember. How about Judah. What's that? Judah. Yep, Judah was one. Oh, what's the guy that. with the Joseph, right? Joseph was one. Yes. Uh. <laughs> <laughs> All right, good, good try, guys. That that was the only Bible one. 
So, okay. I took the only Bible one. No one got the points. All right, St. Jimmy, you want to pick a category? Do you want me to read them again? Um, books. Books. Okay. So, how many Dark Tower novels can you name? Uh, I'll say four. Okay. DVD, do you want to see if you can name more than that? No, I can probably name one. Okay. All right. St. Jimmy, let's hear four of them. The Gunslinger. Yep. Drawing of the Three. Correct. Wolves of the Kala. That's my favorite one. And the Dark Tower. Very good. All right. Uh, I haven't decided how many points (laughs) (laughs) they're worth. Um, I... Okay, so I wonder if I should base the points on how many possible answers there are for each one. I, I can name not... another one. <laughs> <laughs> I just thought of it. Song how of about... Susanna. Oh, that's a good one. All right. How about I give five points to the person that guesses it or that wins the category? Sure, that seems easy. Okay. I have no objection. All right, DVD. Uh, do you want to hear the categories? Movies. Movies? Okay. All right. How many Star Wars movies do you think you can name? Um, six. Six? I can All do right. seven. You can do seven? Yep. All right. Let's hear exactly. seven. Go for it. The Phantom Menace, Attack of the Clones, Revenge of the Sith, A New Hope, The Empire Strikes Back, Return of the Jedi, and Rogue One. All right. Good job. Um, I wonder if I should give bonus points if uh, DVD can name it one or two. Let's see. Let's say I can name he, more. <laughs> I know, but if he can name one that you haven't named, I'll give him one point. Rise of Skywalker. The what? Not like Rise of Skywalker. Okay, I'll give you a bonus point for that. All right, St. Jimmy categories. Do you want me to read what they are? Um, wasn't one of them um, science? Yes, a science one. All right, how many? So the periodic table is split into groups of like materials, elements. Okay. There, how many groups can you name that are in the periodic table? Are these the horizontal groups or the vertical? So they're they're grouped. They're not all exactly horizontal or vertical, but there's different groups that the periodic table is made of. Okay, one. One. Okay, DVD. Do you think you can name more than one? Uh, two, I guess. You want to try for two? (laughs) (laughs) 
Okay, let's hear a couple. <laughs> Is metals one? Uh, be more specific. <laughs> I I can't be more specific. <laughs> okay, back to St. Jimmy. <laughs> you name one. Noble gases. Yes. Oh, good I job. Can, I can remember any of them honestly. Without it, but got put on the spot. I might remember it. Semi metals also. So it like uh, actinides, lanthanides. Oh, that was the part I couldn't remember. Transition I, metals. That's what I was thinking. <laughs> All right. Um, whose turn was that? DVDs? No, that was St. Okay. Jimmy's turn. All right, DVD, pick a category. We got books, movies, geography, history, and teams. Let's try teams. Okay. How many of the dwarves can you name from Snow White? <laughs> Seven. Okay. <laughs> Let's hear him. <laughs> I can't do better than that. Okay, so okay. you have Doc. Dopey. Uh huh. Sleepy. Yeah. Sneezy. Grumpy. Happy. There's <gasps> the last one. Hold on. There's one more. It's not sleazy, is it? No, I'm just kidding. Oh my gosh. (laughs) Exactly. There's a dopey. Well, I think it's going to be sickly. No. Sickly. (laughs) (laughs) Is it Jet? Jet Lee? Jet? Jet the dwarf. Gently. <laughs> Gently and Bruce Lee. <laughs> I know it. Um, All right. One, one, five seconds and I'll, I'll think okay, of it. Okay, we'll give it just a few more seconds to think I'll of think it. I'll think about it. You can read my mind. Uh... <laughs> Lazy. Lazy. No. That was sleepy. All right. Yeah. For a bonus point, say to Jimmy. Bashful. Yes. Bashful. That's not a real thing. Yes, it is. <laughs> like to All right. People a lot. All right. Let's do geography. Okay. So, how many of the countries of Africa do you think you can name? <laughs> does it seven? Does it have a map? What's that? He does have a map. I, seven. I can't see it though. Did you say seven? Yes. All right, David. Do you think he can do more than seven? Eight. Eight? Okay. Let's hear some. Zimbabwe. Oh, nice. South Africa. Chad. Liberia. Morocco. Egypt. Libya. Um, The Democratic Republic of Congo. Oh, very nice. That's eight. That's what I said. All right. Is Madagascar count? Is... Yeah. Um, St. Jimmy, do you want to name another one for a bonus point? 
Yeah, Algeria. Very good. Mauritania. That's another one. Are you looking at a map? Oh, nope. <laughs> oh, Coast good. Ivory. Ivory there Coast. There you go. See, you guys could have named more than that. Yeah, I just wasn't confident under oh, okay. pressure. Yeah. Then. <laughs> All right. Um, Ethiopia. Vinny, it's your turn to pick a category. We have books, movies, geography, history, and teams. Let's try history. Okay. How many presidents of the United States of America can you name? Ten. All right. St. Jimmy, do you think you can do more? I'll do 11. 11. I was thinking right. 10 was the most I want to do. Okay. <laughs> All right, let's hear 11. George Washington. Nice. Thomas Jefferson. John Adams. John Quincy Adams. Ooh. Franklin Roosevelt and Theodore Roosevelt. Okay. Jimmy Carter. He said real presidents. That Nixon dude. <laughs> His first name? Uh, Richard. George W. Bush and George H. W. Bush. And Obama. Barack Obama. Very good. All right, DVD, do you want to get a bonus point for naming one he didn't name? Zachary Taylor. I thought you were going to go with that one. Good job. Oh, I didn't even do Lincoln. Dang. I know. <laughs> Did you just say Abe Lincoln? <laughs> or Franklin. <laughs> just kidding. Ben Franklin was not a president. Benjamin Franklin, no. Didn't say him. He didn't. All right. St. Jimmy. What uh, category do you want? Books, movies, geography, books. or teams? Huh? Books. books. All right. How many Harry Potter books do you think you can name? Of the main Harry line, or he didn't say. I'll do seven. Seven. All right, sounds good. Davidi, you want to try to steal? Six. <laughs> all right, Saint Jimmy. Let's I can't six. name all those. I should try to name them just to eliminate. All right. So in the U.S., it was the Sorcerer's Stone, also Correct. known as the Philosopher's Stone. Yes. The Chamber Secret. The Prisoner of Azkaban, The Goblet of Fire, The Order of the Phoenix, The Half-Blood Prince, and The Deathly Hallows. Wow, you named them all in order, too. That's the only way I could probably do it. You'd have to, right? To what? You'd have to do that, wouldn't you? you It'd be harder to. to do them out of order. <laughs> <laughs> Alphabetically. All right. Uh, Do I get a, a okay, bonus DVD. point for naming one? Category. Yeah. Oh, yeah. Go for it. Another one. Fantastical Beasts. I didn't and... have Harry Potter in it. <laughs> if you could tell me the rest of the title, I will give you a bonus point. I can't, I don't think. Okay. Fantastic Beasts. I think St. Jimmy has an advantage. He didn't just work 
10 hours. He's on vacation. <laughs> <laughs> All right. Well, DVD, you can choose books, movies, geography, teams. Teams. Okay. So how many of Santa's reindeer can you name? How many are there? <laughs> I've got nine listed here, if that helps. I'll, I'll try nine. Okay. Wow. All right, go. You can sing it if you want to. Dasher, Dancer, Prancer, Vixen, Comet, Cupid, Donner, Blitzen, and Rudolph. Nice! Very good. Yeah. All right. What about Clarice? <laughs> <laughs> All right, St. Jimmy. We still have movies. Books, movie. Oh, movies. Okay. All right. How many movies in the Marvel Cinematic Universe can you name? Ten. <laughs> Ten? All right. Tividi, do you think you can name more than that? Yes, I think so. How many? A number. Eleven. Eleven, okay. Do we have to get like, the particular names of them? I would prefer that. Oh. <laughs> All right, go. <laughs> Iron Man. Yes. Iron Man 2. Ooh, very nice. Iron Man 3. <laughs> okay. <laughs> Thor. Thor Ragnarok. Spider-Man. Um, which one? The Incredible Spider-Man. That's not. Let's <laughs> skip that one. I'll try some different one. Okay. We'll do um, Black Panther, um, Captain Marvel, um, Endgame. Okay. Three more. So these, these, are the these are worth the current actors playing the current superheroes. So there's not going to be a Hulk one. Um, are you sure? <laughs> no. How about ones that are coming up? Like, um... Um, probably not ones that haven't been released yet. Oh, okay. Um, the Avengers... Yeah. Captain America. Captain America Winter Soldier. That means that. I think that's 11. Kind of lost count. Yeah. <laughs> There's a lot of them. There's 23 by my count. That's a All lot. right, St. Jimmy, do you want to get a bonus point for guessing another one? Avengers Age of Ultron. Nice. Did you say Asia Voltron? Asia Voltron. <laughs> All right, that does it for the movies category. Ooh. So, Saint... Wait, no, this Bitty. is... It's Bitty's turn. You can pick books, geography, or teams. I'll go with teams. All right. So, how, how many... How many 
of the beings in the Fellowship of the Ring can you name? There's nine of them. Four. Five. Okay, Jimmy says five. Let's hear it. Gandalf. Yes. Gimli. Good. Frodo. Is that with a T? Frodo. Mariatic. Peregrine. Falcon. All right, that's five. Oh, dang it. All right, D. You want a bonus? Um, Pippin. That was Peregrine. Yeah, he's already pretty much named him. Um, oh, what's the stupid elf's name? Stupid oh, elf, Mary. Okay. He was already named. Oh, Boromir. There you Good go. Good job. Nice. There was also Samwise Gamgee. Oh yeah, him. And Aragorn. And oh, the, the elf. <laughs> All right. My turn. Geography. Geography. All right. How many capital cities of European countries can you name? Six. Six? Davidi, you want to try to go for more? You're kind of behind. Sure, I'll go for seven. Okay, let's hear seven capitals of countries in Europe. London. Nice. Rome. Berlin. Um, Oslo. Madrid. Paris. Um, One more. Uh, Warsaw. Oh, very nice. Okay. St. Jimmy, do you want a bonus point if you can name one more? Yes, the one nearest to my heart. Because it's nearest to me geographically. Lisbon. Nice. All right. Whose turn is it? DVD. Where the books? We have books and okay, books. Oh, okay. So, how many of the Jack Daily Ryan? Double. Huh? Just kidding. How many, the... how many of the? <laughs> how... how many of the Jack Ryan novels written by Tom Clancy can you name? Five. Five. <laughs> Go for it. All right, Pat- DVD, let's hear five. Patriot Games? Yep. Without Remorse? Correct. Um, Bear and the Dragon? Nice. 
um, with um, clear and present danger. Yes. Red oh, rabbit. Oh wow, you can obscure here. That nice. Ball, right? That's enough. That five. That is five. Saint Jimmy. Anybody? Hunt for it, October. Yeah. Okay. Let's see. I want to make sure this is. Yeah. How did I go? Red rabbit said hunt for October. <laughs> I know. <laughs> All right, so there's one more category. Teams. Whose turn is it? Mine. St. Jimmy? Yep. Yep. All right, there's one more geography one. Oh, okay. The seven modern wonders of the world. Uh, Okay. So not like the old ones, like the hanging towers or hanging gardens. These are newer ones, like the... Exist the current exist. wonders of the world. Okay. Yeah. Like they were built modernly, not ones that still exist. Yeah, these are ones that still exist right now. So they replaced the ones that don't been exist. Built anciently? They were built anciently. Oh, well, okay. most, most of them were built pretty ancient. So how many do you think? Three? Okay. Divi, you think you can name more? Um, I can try four. <laughs> he already said four. <laughs> oh, he said four. I said three. three. Oh, you said three. Oh, I was looking at the wrong thing. Okay, you want to try four? Yeah. All right. The Great Pyramids of Giza. Sorry. That's not on there? No. Oh. I don't know why they're not, but... That's weird. I, it is weird. St. Jimmy? Oh, boy. Now I don't know. Uh, <laughs> that was an easy one. The Eiffel Tower. Oh! No. No. Right, I'm well, sorry. That is one. Uh, the Leaning Tower of Pisa. No. <laughs> the hanging Gardens? He no. He said that one. He said that I'm just naming stuff from Sim 2. Me too. <laughs> uh, the Colossus. Oh, oh, that's been destroyed. This one's... Uh, this is why I left this one for last, because it does was it have, um, hard. Does it have, like, the... What's the... The Rock of whatever? The, Gibraltar? Gibraltar? No. No, not Rock of Gibraltar. The, the so one of them, of them, I'll give you some hints. How about that? Hints. Grand, Grand Canyon? Peru? The, talking like, um, oh, what are those stupid lines called? The, oh, no, not the, not the Nazca lines. The Easter oh, Island? Machu Picchu. Yes, that's one. Um, there's one in Rome, I believe. The Coliseum? Yep, Coliseum. That's a good one. There's one in India. Taj Mahal. Yep. Um, there's one, I think it's in Brazil. Um, is that uh, the, the Trump Christus? Golf Course? The Christ Redeemer statue? Oh. Yeah, the Christus in Rio. I thought you were talking about the Trump Golf Course. Yeah, Rio is in Brazil. Yeah. Um, 
Then there's one. I think this one might be in the Middle East somewhere. Uh, I don't. Uh, know. I don't think you'll get it. It's Petra. I don't know. And then there's one that is almost spelled like chicken. Chichanita. Yes. Chita. I'm not. Who made this list? I I got it off the internet. Um. Stay. I should have gone. I should have gone ancient wonders of the world because you guys might have got more of those. That's fine. We got right. something. Machu Picchu on there, and the Great Wall of China isn't. Great Wall of China is. Oh, the pyramids, the pyramids aren't. aren't. The pyramids aren't on there. It's like what the heck? That's weird. How does Machu Picchu get on there, and the pyramids aren't? I don't know. Lame. All right, do you guys want to know the scores or not? Yes, of course. All right, St. Jim, you got 35. DVD got 28. Nice. It's pretty close. Yeah. All right, so did you like this game or not? Yeah. It might be what fun to, to give us the categories and have us write down as many as we can. Oh, that'd be cool. But, this but that good. wouldn't make much good for pod. If no. I wanted to, I could have just every time he bid, just outbid him and then fail and then bury the points. <laughs> that could be one strategy. <laughs> I just I came up with the points and things on the fly, so That's or let us keep bidding, outbidding each other. Oh, I, that would have been cool to allow you to keep bidding, counteract. Yeah. Oh man, I should have done that. Oh well. And then if the person fails, the other person automatically gets a point or something. If you start at one and then get this paddle so we could raise it like we're bidding. <laughs> Another silent thing that doesn't work well on podcasts. Right. All right. Well, we'll work on it. That yeah, was fun, though. Good. We'll workshop it for another time. Oh. <laughs> Apparently, I'm not good at lists. Uh-huh. Well, so... I was what what made me think of this was I've been reading this book that um, is pretty much covering the time period of the Bible from like uh, basically goes from Abraham to David and so I was reading about the you know the Jacob and his family. And I was thinking, man, that's. I wonder if I could name how many of these I could name off the top of my head without looking, you know. Mm-hmm. So then I thought, huh, I bet I could make a quiz game out of this. It's so a good I thing came you up were running the game t- and not a participant because. <laughs> I could have run the table probably. Um, probably not on Harry Potter books. <laughs> if you gave me half an hour, I could probably come up with them. Yeah. Um, the periodic, periodic table one. It's like, no way. <laughs> I hate chemistry. I may, might have gotten noble gases, but the other ones, I'm like, yeah. I, yeah. I couldn't think of anything. I knew there was something with weird names like alkalines or whatever, but or, that's probably not even one. Yeah, there's alkaline earth metals. Oh, so I did know one. <laughs> there's also alkali metal. Like, yeah, I had so those similar. in my head, but I thought like, I don't know. I was thinking that was like dirt you see alkaline, like the yeah. white dirt. There's also 
transition metals, post-transition metals, and reactive non-metals. Mm. Those are fun. So, pretty crazy. All right, and that's Nerdiculture. It's too late to say our goodbyes and it's too soon to live in denial how we feel. We feel something new So how come The words don't come so quick And how come I can't seem to be real Real with my love I'm only in love again I'm only in love again I'm sorry I'm only in love again, so sorry It's too late to say our goodbyes And it's too much to live in denial So we seal all this in So switch sides on all you see and you'll realize You'll open up to the things That make us good Okay, for Technology, we're going to talk about asphalt. Yay! Yay I love asphalt. So, as you may or may not know, they're one of the binding agents in asphalt is typically petroleum-based, so it's made from oil, and oil isn't a very renewable resource. Well, it's according to some people. to run out someday. We're using up all the easy-to-get oil. There's some theories that the Earth just makes it. Yeah, but the majority of science doesn't bend that way. So we're probably not going to talk about fringe theories during this segment, but this is about using other sources for your oil to make asphalt more renewable. So at, oh crap, I think it's Iowa State University. They were, they grow a lot of soybeans in that part of the country. And right now there's kind of a, I think they're having a hard time with uh, selling their soybeans there's like too much supply and not enough demand so they're looking for other uses for it so what they were doing with the soybeans were they were getting the high oleic oils out of them and using them to produce the uh the binding agents found in asphalt so that it it makes the asphalt, um, first of all, you can grow the soybeans closer to where the asphalt is being made. So their first project is coming is going on this year, and they're going to use locally sourced soybeans. And then it's going to be more environmentally friendly because the 
soybeans are, you don't have to transport them or refine them as it's cheaper to refine them. And then they also work as well as the petroleum based. So they've already done. And they're more parking. humane than soylent beans. Yes, that's and if true. If you're going to take a food source and make asphalt out of it, I think soy is the best one. Yes, definitely. Uh, please don't stop using corn for non-food products, although DVD doesn't eat corn. So, so you could literally um, eat someone's dust? Oh. Yeah. So uh, they said in the article that it took like 200 bushels of soy, though, to produce enough oil to make like a half acre of asphalt for a parking lot that they did at the university. That's Probably. not very much. Right. So it's going to take a ton, a lot of soy. Good. Use it all. Um, the way I found out about this article was interesting. Um, I was at mom and dad's and dad was watching this channel called the RFD channel, which apparently is ranchers, farmers. Um, something. Yeah. It's some agricultural ditch, ditch diggers. I don't remember what the RF <laughs> stood for, but um, radio frequency device. I don't know. It had something to do with farming. So ranching, farming, and distribution. That was it. Could have been. I don't know, but they were talking about it on there. So there was lots of farmersonly.com web or commercials. No, but there was a lot of Georgia commercials talking about Georgia cotton. And Georgia peanuts. Oh. But there was also a one on there about a 77-year-old guy named Cook Holiday that still pole vaults for fun. Oh. So sounds fun. That's technology. That the pole vaulting had nothing to do with the soybeans. Oh. There was a UFB spotted over Japan recently. An unidentified flying balloon. burrito balloon. Yeah, it looks well, like a weather balloon. Identified then. 
Well, I'm not sure who's it, whose it is. It's an IFB. <laughs> it doesn't belong to the Japanese blue. government. Oh, it was a international Russia. flying balloon. But definitely, I mean, unlike other UFO sightings, this one definitely is a weather, or looks like a weather balloon. Oh. A big white balloon. It's got like two propellers, you know, really small propellers hooked to it. Huh. Um, you can just buy weather balloons as a private citizen. You don't have to be a government agency to buy one. They did say they don't the think it's weather channel. There was a lot of people that were freaked out about it in Japan and thinking maybe there's North Korea propaganda being spread by it. I thought it was because Godzilla was being suspended by it. Maybe. But it was there for several hours and then it just drifted over the Pacific Ocean. Oh. I saw a funny video with a balloon in it. <laughs> Did you? It was this couple doing a gender reveal. So they had a black balloon that was tied down and they were supposed to hit the balloon until it popped and the color would come out to tell them their gender. And they hit it a few times and then it came untied and floated away and they were sad. Oh, <laughs> and they, they never found out the... what gender their baby was. Even after, even after it was born. Yep. I saw a kid's party balloon out in the desert where we were overlanding or off-roading. Oh, yeah, I we saw it, it was on landed the airport there. road. I figured it probably just landed there from some kid that dropped or let go of it. Yeah, it was like a mylar yep. with ribbon. I don't know, it's funny, that article says the get Japanese government denies it's theirs. Like, maybe it was theirs? I don't <laughs> see why it matters. No, that's totally not ours. Uh, Ignore it. Then there's a story that's very I really enjoy. Um, So there's a park in Oregon that um, is commemorating an event that took place 50 years ago with the renaming of the park in Florence, Oregon. Um, Henderson. No, the name of the new park, and they actually sent it out to the public to vote on it, and some of the losing votes. For, for ones like um, Nightingale, Dune View Park, Little Tree Park, Rolling Tides Community Park, Parky McPark Face. Of the 856 <laughs> votes, 439, so landslide, went to Exploding Whale Memorial Park. Oh. <laughs> it's the park, or the, it's, it's the beach where that whale in 1970, 45 foot whale, yeah, showed up on the beach. Which was funny to the local residents until it started smelling. So they actually got the highway division to come out and try to get rid of it, and they didn't know what to do. So they figured they couldn't. They didn't want to dig a, dig a hole and bury it on the beach because they figured it would uncover itself, or it would become uncovered and then still smell. Um, no one wanted to cut it up. Like they no one wanted find a zombie whale pieces. <laughs> no one wanted zombie so, whale. So what does the highway department do when there's something in the way? They use dynamite. And they used half a ton of dynamite. And they oh. did it. Like, they did it kind of smartly. They packed it all on the leeward side so, way, so it would blast it towards the water. They figured it would just yeah. blast into small enough pieces that the um, seagulls and crabs and stuff would take care of it. So it had quite a... I actually watched a news story from back then. Um guy doing it he had some funny alliteration uh he said the blast 
blasted blubber beyond all believable bounds. Is what he said on the news. <laughs> nice. And it was all fun and games until they set it off, and then realized that people started realizing that pieces of the whale were raining down all around it. In fact, the large piece landed on a car a quarter mile away and crushed the roof in. Oh! And it blasted like gore all over some oh, of the local businesses. The laundromat got covered in, in whale. Um, can't remember what the other one said it was. Anyway, I thought that was pretty funny. Wait, was uh, it a sperm whale? It was, uh, yeah, a sperm oh. whale. Okay, so it's. We talked about sperm whales on this show a few right. weeks back. Um, in 2016, yeah. someone wrote a song about it called The Exploding Whale Song. <laughs> um, go check out. Um, it was lucky for everyone, the, the car that got hit was un, was just unoccupied and parked. Um, yeah, and apparently the smell doesn't go away if you blow it up with dynamite. It just spreads with the pieces. <laughs> <laughs> Oh, and the birds, right. they were hoping they would come and take care of it. They were nowhere to be found after the explosion. It scared them all away. <laughs> it scared them all away. So they ended up uh, taking the big pieces, the pieces that were left, and they buried them on the beach. All the ones they could get. Um, so now it is illegal in Oregon to use dynamite to get rid of a whale. <laughs> <laughs> I would hope so. Yeah, there's, there's a dictate that says dead whales must be buried. Huh. <laughs> but it's a 45-ton whale. I mean, 45-foot-long whale. That's a big whale. That is. Yeah. I'm not sure how much it weighed. Let's see if it says how much it weighed. I don't think so. So Anyway. That's the news. For consumption, can you guys go first? I need to uh, take a small break myself. I'll be back. Sure. Okay. I watched the Hunt for Red October. It's That's very not good. Even on your list. I know. I didn't think of it until I got to 
talking about it for the uh, the other thing, the quiz. It's like, oh yeah, that's what I watched. Couldn't remember. I haven't been watching much, so I just have a couple of old movies. Oh, you're going to type it in there? Thanks. I typed it in for you. Thanks. Uh, so it's good. Um, it's a fun maritime jaunt where a Russian new Russian submarine that has a silent propulsion system uh, is while the captain goes rogue and is trying to get away from the Russian Navy. And so there's all these ships chasing it down, trying to sink it. It's Sean Connery. It's uh, Charlie Sheen. No, Alec Baldwin. Baldwin. Sorry. (laughs) I don't know what I was thinking, Charlie Sheen. I think it's my favorite Alec Baldwin movie. He's really good in it. It barely beats out um, The Shadow. uh, Oh. It's got James Earl Jones. So it's got some really cool stuff if you like submarines. Cool things like you, if you notice, like uh, when they're in their silent propulsion, their propeller blades turn straight so they don't produce drag and drag noise, which is cool because submarines don't typically have controllable pitch propellers. So, yeah, it's pretty cool. Um, The other older movie I watched was Robin Hood, Prince of Thieves with Kevin Costner. That's a good one. And that guy from Star Trek. Um, It also has Alan Rickman in it. He's really good. He's the sheriff of Nottingham. And Sean Connery's in that one, too. He's King Richard. And then Morgan Freeman's in it, of course. He's really good. Oh, the penguin guy. Penguin guy? Oh, yes. March of the Penguins. I've never seen that, but I know he's in, he narrates it or something. But yeah, it's the Robin Hood story. There's no Prince John in it. It's just the Sheriff of Nottingham is trying to take over while King Richard's gone. And Robin Hood has to stop him. Uh, yeah, it's really good. That's it? Yep. All right. So we had a lot of driving to do, so we listened to a lot of our Bigfoot Chronicles podcast. Oh, yeah. There were some really good ones on there. There was one that uh, was a story from two guys in Twin Falls. Oh. Is that, That's the one that has a big gorge through it, right? Yep, the Snake yep. River Canyon. They said, in the, and I'm not sure if this is true, they said the podcast is actually deeper than the Grand Canyon. Mm, that, I don't know. That canyon. But um, there's a guy that lives there, and he's friends with another guy that is a federal investigator. And they were visiting down in part of one of the fingers of the canyon, you know, three houses away from this guy's house. And it got, he said, when you get down there, it's like almost like a whole new world. There's like trees and like jungle almost, really thick Mm. canopies and trees and stuff. And they experienced some weird noises and something like when they'd move, it'd move and then I was like tracking them. And then they'd stop and it would stop. And then the guy had pro- had problems with things that were showing up at his house. 
and they were describing what he said was a dog man. At one point, his Whoa. wife heard something on on the roof at night, and she was half asleep, so she wasn't really sure it was you know what was happening. She didn't want to wake her husband up, so she told him in the morning, and he went out, and there had been snow, and he found prints on the roof of something that was walking on his roof. Well, and he fed you know his family, his daughters. He had like a four year old, and eight year old daughter that saw things, and he had like an eight foot fence around his backyard, and. At one point, there was like this weird dog-looking head popped over the top of the fence and was looking at his family. Freaked his daughters out and his wife out. Yeah. And the, the first his wife said, yeah, there's this weird dog put his head over the fence. And so he's like, what? So he went around the outside of the fence and couldn't find anything. But he's like, that fence is like eight feet tall. There's no way a dog would just be able to stick his head over. Yeah. Weird stuff like that. That was one of the episodes. That was a good one. Yeah. And it's fun because a guy interviews these other guys and it's going to tell their own story. It's like kind of a long form interview where it just lets them talk and ask questions. And it's quite interesting. Cool. Like, I didn't know there was dogmen. I think I'd heard of dogmen cryptids, but I didn't know as much as what they were talking about. Mm. Some, I think some areas call them werewolves. I was like, no, oh, so it's like a person that's, and they were sure what it was when the guys said he hasn't had a problem since he, um, I think he said he's Catholic maybe, but he took some crosses and anointed them with some kind of oil and then buried them in the corners of his yard. And like Weird. said a, a little prayer. And he said since then, nothing's been at his house. So he thought it might be like demonic or something. It was interesting well, to listen to on the car ride though. Yeah. Um. Then let's see. Oh, I watched a I watched two episodes of a TV show on Netflix called Home Game, and they go over some extreme sports around the world. And the first <laughs> one they talk about was the. Um, I don't think I. No, I don't have it up here, but it's a one that's played in Florence, Italy, and they claim it's the oldest sport in the world because the first event of it was in 59 BC mm. in Florence and basically they get like um, this Florence big, hockey kind of but there's a, like a hard packed dirt arena and there's a ball involved that's thrown out and each end has like nets across it that are maybe I don't know three feet tall and stretch the entire end above a short wall and the goal is to for your team to throw the ball into the other team's net. Um, if you miss, the other team gets half a point. Oh. And basically, it's just a, a physical brawl. Because if you knock one of your opponents to the ground, they have to stay on the ground until a point is scored. And oh. so when the ball's thrown in, like no one pays attention to the ball really, but all of a sudden there's like, 27 fist fights happening. Uh. They're just like body slamming each other on the dirt, you know, tackling guys really hard, punching each other, like squaring up and like boxing each other. Um, wow. No, no one gets paid. And it's, there's only one um, tournament a year. And the interesting thing is they mm. take Florence and it's divided into five different areas of Florence. And, you can only play for the team 
of, that you were born in that area. Well, and you can't switch teams. So like one of the competitors was on the red team, and they'll have different colors. Um, the red team guy had a, a son, and they didn't live in Florence at the time, but he made sure that his son was born in his section of Florence. So if he <laughs> wanted to, when he got older, he could compete. Wow. Nice. One of the guys was like 40 and been competing for 20 years, and he'd had all kinds of injuries. I think he'd blown out both knees and had multiple fractures and basically said, unless you wake up in an ambulance, keep on playing. Mm. I think it's like 50 minutes of combat. And they showed uh, the 2019 event, um, a lot of it, the red team and the white team. And I guess two years previously, or the, the previous year, the red team had won. So they're the champions. But two years before, when they faced the white team, the red team was up five and a half to five. In the last second, a white team guy from like all the way across the, the field just threw like a Hail Mary that bounced off the ground once and won the net. And they Whoa. won six to five wow. and a half. So they wanted revenge Whoa. for that. I think they won <laughs> eight to two. And Red did. Um, but it's funny, they're like, they don't have, you know, they don't get paid. So they do their training in their spare time. One of the guys is like, for the game, he had like a mohawk cutting his hair, so like the lines on the side, and um, he's like an IT specialist. It's like it doesn't his physical appearance doesn't match up with his IT mm-hmm. <laughs> job. They said after the competition, he's going to shave his head or whatever. Um, it's quite interesting though to watch this sport because they take it really seriously in the game, and they're go- going full at it. Um, one of the guys squared up against this other guy that they knew they all know each other outside of this, this too it's like a, a community so while they're playing they're like trying to really hurt each other it looks like um, mm. but outside of the game they're like hanging out or whatever it's more about the Florence mm. pride mm. Um, so that's interesting and then I want the second episode is about Highland Games which is awesome I don't know if you guys have watched those Highland Games before a little like bit. Pole tossing? Yeah, that one's the... Um, what would they call that? It's the... Yeah, apparently my brain is not remembering anything today. <laughs> the quiz didn't help, huh? Yeah, before that even, I was... I'm, I'm, I got overworked today. I worked really hard. I think it's like this... Uh, what do they call it? Anyways, that's the Queen's favorite one. I'm sure one of our listeners will let us know. Yeah, I can't believe I can't remember. Um, I, I've seen someone practicing that in the park local here one time. I had a friend in Boise yeah. that uh, when I worked like there that really his dad competed. Like guy. Yeah, it's... That, that one is really hard because it's a long like log, basically. It's right. 11 stone, which is... Um, 154 pounds. But here we go. The caber toss. That's what it was. <laughs> um, so on that one, they like grab it off off the ground and stick it straight in the air. The heavy ends in the air. And you run forward with it off the ground and then you like lift it up trying to get the heavy end to hit the ground while throwing the end you're holding as hard as you can to try to get it to flip over. So it lands on the heavy mm-hmm. end that you just tossed and then the whole thing has to go over. And if you don't, you don't get any points. But then if it does, if it's 
both two people get it over, then it's based on how close to the 12 o'clock position you get it to land once it flips oh. over. Oh. Um, it was also really cool, like the heavy hammer throw. And they were so, interviewing some of the guys that compete in the Bramer games, which is a big one over there, that the Queen actually attends every year because it's right by their summer home. Um, and it's like this long, you know, stick with a heavy weight on the end. And the guys that like flip it around are pretty impressive. Um, there's one guy that he said he's been in track and field his whole life and he was a kid. And at a certain point, he just started growing faster than all his other people um, in track and field, but he didn't get any faster. So his coach finally told him, you're not a runner, you're a thrower. So now he throws hammer and other things and, and stone toss. Um, there's one where there's like a heavy weight they have to throw up and over a pole. Um, anyways, it's pretty fun to watch. These guys are crazy um, athletes, and it's just fun to watch. Oh, one of the other things that, that spurred me to go on YouTube and watch some other Irish stuff, like I wanted to watch some of the com- competition dancing. And um, they had a tug-of-war. looked like people just from the audience. So there's a couple like American guys. Versus, it looked like a um, Scottish tug of war team, which only had five guys that were a lot smaller than the other team that had eight, and the five guys won. <laughs> they definitely had better, um, had bet way better technique, which is important. Um, mm. Watched lots of bagpipes and stuff, so that's pretty cool. I can't wait to watch more of this show. It's kind of fun to watch strange and unusual competitions. And another one we watched, we were looking for a movie last night. We couldn't find any that my, would, you know, my wife and I both wanted to watch. So we settled on a documentary called Missing 411. And I recommend this to anyone. It's awesome. Um, there's a guy that investigates strange. He wrote a bunch of books about him. But there's a bunch of strange disappearances of hunters and hikers. Um, and he goes through a quite a few of them and they seem to like there'd be like multiple ones in a specific geographical area and there's i don't know there's probably 50 spots around the united states where there's these groupings of unusual people gone missing like the first one i think was in upstate new york and there was like an 82 year old guy that was part of a hunting group that he'd been hunting his entire life was an um, army army veteran i think um knew the woods really well actually hunter safety and they did a hunt where it's like an area they'd been to all the time and they just the old there's like four old guys and three younger guys so the younger guys are like in their 30s or 40s the older guys were all over 80 years old so the Mm. 80 year old guys walked down the road from where they parked the first guy 100 yards second guy 200 yards 300 yards 400 yards from the truck and then just walked in like 30 yards from the road off to one side. And they were called watchers. So they just walk in, sit down. And I'm not an experienced hunter. So this might be a, a way that people do it. And the younger guys kind of took another trail up and over a hill to try to push game towards the watchers. So they did this. They didn't see any animals. They did it for like two hours. They all met back in the trucks. And the guy that was the farthest, you know, 400 yards out guy didn't show up to the truck. So they immediately went and looked for him, couldn't find him anywhere, couldn't find any evidence of him even being out there. Um, 
they called in. They had probably 50 or 60 search and rescue guys there within a day or two. Helicopters with like infrared. They had all kinds of dogs out there. The dogs couldn't like get any scent on the guy at all. It's like he just disappeared. Oh. Never to be found. Um, and in close proximity to that, like, I think it, that one was actually within a couple of weeks. There was a guy that was, I don't know, 30 miles south that his wife just went to town and they had some property, you know, that he knows his own property. And they, um, his wife went to town, she came back and he was just gone. Oh. So I actually had pulled some people to search from the first one to go look for that guy and they didn't find him either. And then one of the weirdest ones is these three guys went up, they took two horses and a mule up into the mountains in Montana. There's actually a mountain range that is younger than the Rockies. So they call them the crazies. And it's just like the small group of mountains just popped out of the ground. Uh, they're still pretty old, but not as old as the Rockies. So a separate thing. But these guys went up there and one of the guys there on the way there, the mule got spooked about halfway to where they're going to camp and dumped and like ran off. And the one guy's camping gear all got spread out and didn't have a sleeping bag. But um, they knew where there was a cache of camping gear that they stow up there. So he was going to hike by himself up to that. And they had like sat phones that had like GPS locators on them. And the last time they heard from him, he was past the corner where he's supposed to take a turn to go up to the cache. And he was already farther down that. But it was an obvious T intersection that this guy knew the area. But the last time he talked to him, they looked at his coordinates and he was up past there. So he disappeared. They, they couldn't find him. So they wow. sent search and rescue up there. They checked this one area where, you know, because the, the trail was like steep both sides. So they kind of had a very narrow area along the trails they could check. And they, um, after they went past an area, they came back. And when they came back, they found his boots just sitting together, you know, like someone had just taken them off and set them there. And they found like his camel pack interior was there and half a pack of his cigarette brand he had was burned in a small camp. Hmm. And like the next, like a year later, there's some people on land up there that was 11 miles from where the boots were found. That someone was checking some of their fence line and they found just his backpack just leaned against a tree kind of close within eyesight of their homestead and a road. And they also found at that point next to the backpack, they found his gun and his um, his bow that he had because they were hunting. And then they also found his canteen, like the lid unscrewed and set there like on a rock nearby, like someone had stopped to have a drink of something. And then a little bit farther away. Oh, and also between when they first looked for him and when they found the boots, it snowed 18 inches up there. So from where his boots were found, this was 11 miles away that you would have to get with no boots on in snow. Oh. And then they found his, actually his remains a little bit farther away than, from the backpack than that, like scattered, which is really strange. <laughs> yeah. Um, anyways, I re really recommend it. It's quite interesting. And he just goes and interviews people that are... are you know, related to the um, all these weird disappearances. Was that on Netflix? It's on Amazon. Amazon. It's called yep. Missing Missing Four One One. Yep. Which is a whole series of books this guy wrote, but this one just shows a bunch of his interviews, talking to people, and like one the guy with the the weird boots one. He was talking to the local sheriff that was part of the search at the time, 
I guess it's baffled. He's like, I have no idea. I don't know how how this would have happened. I mean, how this happened. It doesn't make any sense. At first, I thought the boots being there might be evidence of hypothermia. But even a hypothermic person is not going to make it 11 miles and 18 inches of snow without boots. Mm. Anyway, yeah. really strange. Kooky. I liked it a lot, but it didn't make it so I went to go to bed and I had a hard time like turning the light off and laying down. You're afraid you're going to disappear. I guess. Yeah, I got off by myself. Oh, and he has this list of like similarities to all these things. Like they're all near like boulder fields and water and there's a point of separation. Um, there's a bunch of different things. Each piece of person had like a slight physical ailment at the time. Yeah. Check it out. It's really good. Um, I think that's it. All right. So I had some consumption. Looks like it. It looks like about half of it was stuff you guys have already talked about. So I'll go over it real quickly. Um, I watched that movie Knives Out with Daniel Craig and Chris Evans. Yeah. I haven't seen that one yet. I liked it. It was good. Um, there's... There's some language in the beginning of the show, but it's not as not as much throughout. But it's like heavy in the beginning. But I think that's a PG thirteen one. Is it? Yep. I can't remember. But I, I, li- so. I liked it. Um, at one point, you find out because it's kind of a mystery, you know, of who done it. And uh, even after you find out who did it, there's still some stuff that happens after that that's twists and turns and things. So, it's like Clue. Um, it's not as funny as Clue. Oh, okay. Farcical, but it's it's pretty good. Um, I watched The Floor Is Lava. Oh, I love that show. Oh yeah. I I haven't seen I the whole season, but I watched it both at my in-laws and at our parents' house. Mm-hmm. And I think I've seen the first episode three times now. <laughs> I just want to say that the pyramid is evil. Don't go on the pyramid. Avoid the pyramid. <laughs> At all it's costs. A, it's not even a wonder of the world. <laughs> Apparently not. Neither are the Easter Island heads. But anyway, that's a fun show. Um, I finished the book, How to Invent Everything, written by Ryan North. I think you oh. should be mentioned this book. Yeah, I'm reading it. Yeah, I got it for Christmas, and I just finished it. I wasn't reading it the whole time, <laughs> but I ended up reading it on my vacation, so I finished it. But it's very informative and entertaining at the same time. Yeah. So I would suggest that book if you plan to time travel anytime soon or if you just are interested in how things work um let's see oh i watched frozen 2 (laughs) (laughs) at mom and dad's house um so they had their anniversary while we were there and uh for their anniversary all of us visiting left the house i think we went and played pickleball to give mm-hmm. them time to have a movie night together. And uh, they watched the first Frozen. <laughs> and Dad thought it was it was all right. So while we were there, they decided to watch Frozen 2. <laughs> mm-hmm. 
And it wasn't bad. I mean, th- I think I liked it a little better than the original Frozen, which I did not like the original <laughs> Frozen. <laughs> I didn't care for it either. Just because of the... They had no foreshadowing to the betrayal that happens or whatever. But anyway. But number two wasn't that bad. Um, <laughs> although, it's one of the songs... Two. <laughs> One of the songs I had seen a meme where um they have I don't I don't know the characters' names, but she's singing and then she hits this really high note and every time she did that they would cut in a shot of Michael Scott from the office screaming, No <laughs> <laughs> So when they got to that song in the movie I got a chuckle out of that because I'm like, Oh, I know the meme for that. <laughs> Because it's like into the... Uh, ah! <laughs> <It's funny. laughs> um, let's see. Oh, and the, we watched a movie called Harriet. Is that about Harriet Tubman? Yes, it was. It was really good. I liked it. Um, takes place in the 1850s, mostly. A little bit into the 60s. Um, and, and it's all about Harriet Tubman and how... She contributed to the Underground Railroad and helped slaves escape north, and uh, it was pretty good. Um, it was pretty inspiring. I mean, there's stuff. I, I, I mean, I've heard of her. I didn't know that much about her, but um, she was very um, had a very strong faith in God, and just that's really what guided her life and. Um, she had this thing where she would get these like visions of the future and it would help her like es- escape detection from people that were searching for the runaway slaves. Cool. And I guess that's something that really was um, something about her that she felt she had these visions of what was going to happen and was able to, you know, go, okay, we need to go left, you know, and go this way. And anyway, oh. it was pretty interesting. Um, they, the movie kind of leaves it up. Well, I guess it does show it as actually happening. So, but you kind of leaves it up to the viewer to decide if uh, she really did have a gift like that or, because they also say that she had this injury that gave her some slight brain damage. Oh. And I think that it may have been, that may have been a cause from that, that that would be like a scientific reasoning, I guess. But so for the oh. likelihood of her being successful with it repeatedly. Right, exactly. And I like I, it when they tell stories based on like the actual person's writing about themselves. Right. Like a lot of historians like to go with like what the is written in the press about them back then, which is often stuff put oh. out by their enemies. <laughs> yeah, like, exactly. Oh, please don't write my history based on how my people who don't like me consider me. <laughs> Everybody yeah. likes me. Well, wait so, till I write your history. <laughs> but it's pretty impressive. She ended up living till she was ninety-one. Like she died in the twentieth century. She's wow. too tough. And uh, she, I guess, she led um, 
some forces, like some Negro forces in the Civil War mm. in South Carolina. So, like, she was the military commander of the group. <laughs> wow. So, and I think it, I think it said that she had helped 70 slaves escape without losing one. That's cool. So, that was pretty impressive. Yeah. Anyway, I liked it. It was a good movie. And then, that? um, we did it through the Netflix DVD. Oh, okay. So, it's called Harriet. Um, and then, so this this next one require a little bit of background. So when we were at Mom and Dad's house, um, I played the uh, name that TV theme theme song with our sisters and our mom. Oh, so there there's a YouTube channel that has like each decade separated out, and there's like two of them for the '80s and two of them for the '90s. And mm-hmm. so we started at the 50s, and then we're trying to guess what the theme songs were. I just but listened while... to Daniel Boone's theme song from 64. <laughs> <laughs> but then the Wild Wild West from the 60s came on, and I'm like, oh, yeah, I remember. I love that show. And so I looked on YouTube, and you can find full episodes of Wild Wild West on YouTube. Oh, cool. Wow. And so, so far, I've only seen for, like, the first and second season. There was four seasons all together from 65 to 69. And season one's in black and white. And then the later seasons are in color. Um, but anyway, I started watching them. I couldn't find season or episode two or episode six, I think, are the ones that I wasn't able to find. Mm-hmm. But I've watched through uh, season one, episode one through 11 so far. Besides those two, but it's it's a really good show. It's uh basically it's a cross between what well, just imagine James Bond in the Wild West. Right. That's basically what the show is because he's got different gadgets and he's you know there's a love interest each week. Um, he's kind of a ladies' man. Um, there's always a a villain that he defeats, and then there's like a recurring villain that shows up. Uh, like the giant mechanical creatures show up i think that was in the movie (laughs) well actually you know will smith kind of feels bad about making that movie now because he was a big fan of this show when he was a kid you know and so he was he gave up being in the matrix to be in the wild wild west movie he's gonna be neo yeah and they ended up making it more of a comedy it yeah. Just... <laughs> so it it flopped big time, but uh, the TV show that it's based on is pretty great. Um, it's about a guy named Jim West. He's a federal agent, and then his partner Artemis. Um, forget his last name. I think he starts with a G. But the Artemis character is. Uh, I guess he was used to be in showbiz or something, so he's like a master of disguise. So he's in different disguises throughout the episode, and he's basically the sidekick to Jim West. And it was funny because when I was watching the first episode, my wife came out and sat down and was asking me about it. And I said, it's like James Bond in the West. And right after that, he said, my name is uh, West, James West. <laughs> and I'm like, see? <laughs> it's just like it. Yeah. So it's pretty pretty great. 
you can find it on YouTube. Cool. Um, yeah, I think that covers it. Cool. Does anybody have any nerd cred? I have some. Okay. So I decided I wanted to start um, learning how to play the guitar, and I have a guitar. Ooh. And so I watched a couple videos on YouTube, you know, different for beginners, guitar for beginners. Mm -hmm. And I figured out I need a guitar pick. So I'm like, well, well, at least... Actually, it was my wife who's like, well, we have a 3D printer. Oh. Like, oh, boom. So I printed myself a guitar pick. <laughs> nice. I've just used the little plastic bread clips. Yeah, that's what I was trying to use, but the shape of it was kind of oh. funky. So. I think I have well, an actual guitar pick or something. Yeah, I have a, a few of them. So I just randomly picked a guitar for beginners thing, and he taught me how to play E minor, I think is what it's mm. called. And uh, oh, I'm already forgetting. Oh, A sus two. So I mean, they're right next to each other, so they're pretty easy to finger those ones. Yeah, I've got a guitar, and I will get it out occasionally and try to do something, but. Then I look up a song, and I'm like, oh, I want to play this song. And it's like all these weird chords. It's like, oh, yeah. I can't even put my hand in that way. <laughs> right now, I'm just trying to build up calluses so I can play longer than two minutes. Uh, <laughs> but I don't know if I'll actually go through with the whole and learn how to play well, but I thought I'd give it a try. Sure. Me as well. Uh, so, I was going to mention this in the banter section, but since I have your attention, oh, <laughs> on the vac on the vacation that there's uh, my uncle, our uncle has goats mm -hmm. out on a certain part of the farm, and so um, my wife and I had driven the four wheeler out there, and 
we saw that one of the goats was loose. So I was thinking back to my glory days of roping goats and uh, dro- drove up to, um, you know, where all the foosball tables are and stuff. Yeah. And, f- and found like a, a roping rope. A lariat. Yes. Yeah, so I was thinking I'll just go lasso this goat and get him back in a pen. Um, the problem was the goat did not let me get close enough to even attempt it. <laughs> but our sister, actually both our sisters were out there with um, our nieces and nephews. And so they all pitched in to try to get the goat. Mm-hmm. Um, <laughs> we uh, At one point I had to jump on the four-wheeler and chase the goat and get around so he wouldn't head out to the river and everything. Mm-hmm. And then finally, I just realized, you know what? He keeps wanting to go back to where all the other goats are. So I just, I put the rope away and I went to the gate and I opened it. And of course, the goats, I was, at first, I was thinking, well, if I open the gate, the goats will come out. But no, they were afraid enough afraid of me that as soon as I got close to the gate, they went away from the gate. Mm-hmm. So I just opened the gate a couple feet and then had our knees run after the goat and he turned the corner and ran right into the gate and then I shut it and he was in. (laughs) Easier than herding goats. Yep, so I didn't get to lasso the goat this time but I did Mm. get him back in his pen. That's all that matters. So at work, I because a lot of people are like teleworking they have to have bandwidth space They've disabled any videos on the internet from playing. Oh. Or most places they even get music. So I have been using my Zoom. So normally I'd, I would be pausing it and stuff and then take my headphones out if I have to make a phone call or have a conversation. Well, yesterday I decided I was just going to let it, or start it when I got there and let it play and see how long it would go. So I was at work for 11 hours and it finally died like 20 minutes before I need to leave. Hmm. Uh-huh. Like 10 hour, 10 and a half hours of just solid playing. Yeah, I thought it was pretty good for, especially something as old as it is. Yeah. Because it's probably 12 years old now, I would think. Hmm. It's pretty old. So you still have the ability to put stuff on there, or is it stuff? No, nope. it's stuff that's on there. I listened to an hmm. old Adam... Corolla podcast <laughs> from probably eight years ago that was still on there. Wow. I think I have Ninja Assassin that was on there if I wanted to watch that. <laughs> the screen's a little bit messed up. Like some of the pixels are dead. I like a big group of them. But I like that it still works. Cool. And, um, and then the last day before we came back from our vacation, it was like eight o'clock at night and our nephew um came up to me kind of bashfully was like can we play D before you leave uh-huh. and i could tell her sister had said i'd send him over go ask him if you want to. <laughs> nice I was like, sure we can do that i didn't bring any of my stuff but i have my cell phone i've got like five different D apps so i um well they were finding their character sheets and stuff and we we're waiting for some i think uh for our sister to get done with what she was doing so she could play also i sat down and I have a map I kind of just go to if I have to do a quick D&D, but I change it slightly. 
It's basically mm-hmm. a road with an inn on it. That the road north is washed out by a river. The road south guarded by a sleeping dragon. And there's like mountains. So they're basically stuck in my little area. Um, mm-hmm. But it's fun. We ran a game. Um, I think there's nephew and, and niece were both playing and our sister. Um, no one died completely. Although it was pretty close <laughs> for, at first. Um, they fought some skeletons, which was fun. They fought a um, a group of spiders in a cave. And then they defeated the werebore. Mm. It's funny, they killed it, or I think our nephew killed it with like poison spray. No, it was a acid splash. Mm-hmm. And so as it, it fell over dead, I had it like its skin start melting off, but it starts transform and transform back into its human form. And it was like a teenage boy. And our niece is like, "Oh, is he cute?" <laughs> and she's uh, she's got she's got magic, so she used her. He's a cleric, so she used her spare the dying to revive him. Oh wow! She's like, "Well, is he still a, like a werebore thing?" I was like, "Well, it was a curse that was he's cursed with until death, so he's he died." So I guess he's not cursed anymore. And then they lived happily ever after. Yeah, he he kidnapped kidnapped a princess. And so at first she thought that maybe they were together because she recognized him and you know was excited to see he's still alive. And he was excited to see her. Then it turned out that they were siblings, so it was a prince that uh-huh. had been cursed as a mm-hmm. werebore. They give our niece a shot, I guess. <laughs> her character a shot. Although she's a tiefling, so I'm not sure how that would work. <laughs> uh, anyway, that was funny. And we played for, I think, until like 10.30. Or 11. But they got through the entire one-shot episode I created. Although they did not face the uh, the Stegosaurus. If they just followed the road instead of going through the trees, they would have hit a Stegosaurus. Which probably would have killed them. Yeah. And they did wake up the dragon, but it didn't come get them. So That mm. thunder wave is pesky. Yeah. yeah.
All right, we had a poll like three weeks ago at least. <laughs> it was if we, the Ingenuity Show, were to form a band, what do you think we should name it? The options were Nerd Excess, because we were talking about In Excess, or Ingenuity Brothers, which I guess would be like the Jonas Brothers or something. <laughs> um, Ferris got, Brothers. Oh, yeah. We got 57% of the respondents thought that it should be called Nerd Excess. So, <laughs> it's a good name. I like yeah, that name. I like it. Um, we also had a, a comment on Facebook from Rob Hancock. This was weeks ago also, but um, it was about a conversation we had about In Excess, and he... Uh, uh, Mr. Pold couldn't remember something about the inspiration for one of their videos, and it was a Bob Dylan song. Yeah. Subterranean uh, Homesick Blues? Yeah, I should have. I mean, I knew it was um, the lead singer of Wallflowers, Dad. Dad. But, <laughs> so I well, should have said, if, I should have said, yeah, it was the dad of the Wallflowers lead singer. I would have known who it was then. Yeah, me too. Jacob Dylan. His dad is Bob, Bob Dylan. Dylan. Oh well. <laughs> that reminds me though. I all that reminds me though, I also watched the movie Hancock with Will Smith. <laughs> oh, that's oh, I like that one. When you said Rob Hancock and it reminded me. I had forgotten there was a twist in that movie and I'd watched it again. I was like, Oh yeah. <laughs> I had forgotten everything about the movie when I watched it, so I was kind of thinking that, that the twist was there, you know. I like, oh, I think something's up with that, you know. Right. All right. That's your cue. <laughs> Sorry, I'm looking through our awesome. email. It's and I forgot my hand would be over the screen. <laughs> um. All right, if you want to contact us and tell us your favorite moment from the movie Hancock, send an email <laughs> to ingenuityshow at gmail.com. Um, you can also find us on Facebook and Twitter or at our website, theingenuityshow.com. Um, while you're there, check out the shop tab and get yourself a sweet Ingenuity Show logo t-shirt like our sister Rachel did. That's right. Thank you for listening this week. Stay nerdy. Live long and nerdy. You have been and always shall be my friends. You know me so you can't just say bizarre. You never get a moment for free. Show me something fun on your guitar. Something with an A or a G. Just be sure that I can tell it. Just be sure that I can Most guitars are made of trees With some L for the strings And some frets and two neat things Most guitars are made of trees Most guitars are made of trees People play them while they sing Some are dull and some just ring Most guitars are made of trees You know me so you've seen it all before 
stuck in a tree to hold a thought you can't ignore. Something multiplied by a three. Just be sure that I can tell it. Just be sure that I can tell it again. Or I could wear my face shield. Oh, wait. Or that, that'll make, yeah. That'll make my voice sound weird. Now if we stick your microphone in the face shield with you. <laughs> oh. Or cut a hole in it for the microphone. <laughs> stick to most guitars are made of trees With some L for the strings And some frets and tuny things Most guitars are made of trees Most guitars are made of trees People play them while they sing Some are dull and some just ring Most guitars are made of trees song most guitars are made of trees is by greg gibbs with the lucky land slots you can get lucky just about anywhere this is your captain speaking uh, we've got clear runway and the weather's fine but we're just going to circle up here a while and uh, get lucky no no nothing like that it's just these cash prizes add up quick so i suggest you sit back keep your tray table upright and start getting lucky play for free at luckylandslots.com are you feeling lucky no purchase necessary. Void where prohibited by law. 18 plus terms and conditions apply. See website for details.